0: Lord let it not be in vain let the word not go out and return not void Lord because it won't do it it'll only be to a special group of people and we are that special group of
1: people here today Lord Father we ask now that you just touch and bless Brother Dale and Mama Dale and bless them Lord peace and joy in their heart Father and return unto them the joy of thy salvation we know Brother Dale is still there Lord and we love him and we miss him we thank the ministry that he's left us with and the ones us here.
0: We ask now, Lord, as we go to this word, you just come on the scene and be with us, Lord, and send down your Holy Spirit to bless the service today, Lord, and keep us stirred up, Lord, and keep us leaning forward, Father, in that journey until you come and greet us. We ask these things in your precious name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As we read.
1: 121, 1 through 8. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from from hence cometh my help.
0: My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth these will not slumber. The Lord is the is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The
1: Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and evermore. Amen.
0: Thank you for the reading of the word you may be seated amen we get red worship the Lord and ties and offerings brother cant you mind come and help us this morning brother amen. Just worship you in spirit, but in truth, Lord, we know, Lord, that Thy word is truth, and we pray, Lord, Father, that You will use Brother way, in a special way this morning to the point that that truth will resonate out through him, Lord, to touch each and every heart here. Yes, Lord. We pray, Lord, Father, that you will touch them in a way, meet their needs, Lord, Father, that the way they came in, Lord, will not leave. We ask, Father, to bless these tithes and offerings, bless those that contribute, these kind of gifts. Of the ministry, We ask again to forgive us our sins and trespasses in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing this song. Number 272. Like the woman at the well, I was seeking. For things that could not satisfy. But then I heard my Savior speaking. Draw from my well that never shall run dry. Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up. Thirsting of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Here's my cup, fill it up and make me whole. There are millions in this world. the pleasure earthly things afford. But none can match the wondrous treasures that I find in Jesus Christ my Lord. If my cup Lord, I lift it The sting of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. So, my brother, if the things this world gave you. Leaves hungers that won't pass away. My blessed Lord will come and save you. If you kneel to him and humbly pray. the sting of my soul, bread of heaven, Lord, feed me till I want no more, here's my cup, fill it up and make me whole, yes, fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, Lord, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Amen, amen. Let's all stand as we get ready to change this. Order of service this morning. Let's sing the song Open the Eyes of My Heart. Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. Open the Eyes of My Heart. I want to see you. I to see you open the eyes of my
1: pour out your power to see him today right we come to see him in each other but we come to see him in the word also amen. amen good to be in the house of the Lord good to have each and every one of you here uh, from brother Dale and sister Dale and myself and different ones thank you for all the gifts last week and I appreciate the uh, opportunity that we have to get together like we did and fellowship down at the down at Hidden Acres It's always a wonderful time to be down there in fellowship thank you all for participating and uh, all the things that were that were said and done, um we sure appreciate it and all the ones that helped yeah. also um Brother Aaron this afternoon will be giving his mission report, so he'll be doing the second service at two o'clock, so just remember him and this coming uh Wednesday Brother Luis, you good to preach this coming Wednesday okay you want to do if you don't want to do anything mission we'll do it later, but you can if you wish do, do the report yeah that's fine that's fine okay, okay, that's fine that's okay, Brother Louis will be speaking to them for us Wednesday night, and talking around to different ones, there's a lot of you not going to be here next weekend and because of all the sickness, I think we'll just cancel next Sunday's service. We will not have a Sunday service. we will um go enjoy your families and and I know it's a tough time to to uh uh, sometimes you don't get to see your family but one time a year, and it's around Christmas. So um, we want to uh, give you that opportunity and not feel like you're missing church. I'd love to be here, but but the will of the people always works first. So like Brother Bob was saying, you you know you 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 you, you control this whole thing. All of you do. You it's like Brother Brown said. You know you pull on the gift, and and uh, and if you don't pull on the gift, then you're not gonna get anything. You know so. You pull on the gift of God, and the God will, God will uh, lead you and guide you into all truth. That's what he said he would do, right? Amen. So, Brother Luis will be speaking Wednesday night. We'll have no service here Sunday. Uh, go be with your family. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And then Brother Bob will be speaking on the 27th, which will be the Wednesday. You'll be back, right? Okay. On the 27th, Brother Bob will be speaking that Wednesday night. Um, Then we will have our watch night service. We already have the flyers out, and several are going to be here from uh, different places. Uh, Brother Eric Gallo will be here from Honduras on Saturday at 6 o'clock. We'll have snacks and drinks afterward. And then also Sunday, there will be no Sunday morning service. It will start at 8 o'clock p.m., just as a normal watch night service. And Brother Eric will be here speaking also, So let's just keep him in prayer, keep Brother Luis in prayer, because he's got to preach, too. Amen. Yeah, he'll be interpreting uh, for Brother Eric, but we're going to have a, we, we reached out reached out to all the Hispanic churches in the area, and even in, um, have you contacted Jacksonville and all, and Brother Nahara? Okay, all right, so we may have people from, uh, we, you never know, but we're going to have that weekend, we're going to uh, have a good time, we'll uh, get you some songs ready, testimonies ready. And uh, we'll have that watch night service starting at 8 o'clock. And right at 12 o'clock or somewhere close to that, we'll take communion. And that will be our communion for January. We won't have communion the next Sunday. That will take care of that. So just remember that. Keep all these things. Remember Brother Eric getting here. Thank God we got everybody back now. Uh, Brother Aaron and and Brother Luis and and Brother Michael and Brother Christian's all back safe. We sure appreciate them. So let's uh, turn our Bibles. Let's go to John 1 and 1. But I want to kind of veer off as I did last Sunday a little bit on the son of man we need to kind of understand who this guy is and his origin all right we know there was a man called Jesus became a baby 2,000 years ago not on December 25th but sometime in April but like I said downstairs, we're in Laodicea, so sometimes we do a little bit of what Laodicea and say, Brother Branham, he had never shunned Christmas. He always had a Christmas message. He always gave gifts, and he always received gifts. So we we do what we can while we're here. But we know as Christians that Jesus was not born on the December 25th. It's a pagan holiday. That's when the sun God was born, and they made it the son of God's birth. So, But, but we're going to... Um, Enjoy it. I know all of you are going to exchange gifts, and all of you are going to have little, um, what's the song, silver and gold, all the bells, and all those things. So, and that's okay. I told you I love this time of the year. But let's go back, and, and we're, we've been talking about the Son of Man. We've been bringing the character, the Statue of Perfect Man. So, let's go all the way back to the beginning and find out where this guy started. Amen. We know We know for sure That God didn't begin and he won't have an end but the Bible tells us in Revelations as we've been reading 314 that he was the beginning of the creation of God amen Amen. Amen. so we're going to go back to the book of Genesis today and and speak a little bit about how that all begun so let's keep all these sicknesses in prayer The ones that are not with us today we sure appreciate The Lord touching each and every one of them, I'm already going to proclaim they're going to feel better while this service is going on. And we sure appreciate the Lord doing that. He said he sent his word and healed us. So as the word goes forth, you just claim it. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to stand before the purchase of your blood. The greatest people that ever hit the face of the earth, Lord. Man can say all they want to about millionaires and billionaires and ballplayers and pros and all these things. That's okay. That's temporary, though. We're looking at an eternal group of people that when all this is wiped off and said and done and everything's finished, this will be ours and we'll be able to live. And man has always looked for a utopia or some place that's a fountain of youth and all. Well, Lord Jesus, we found it. We found the fountain of youth, and it's called eternal life. And, Lord, we found our Garden of Eden. It's here. We just can't see it right now, but we're sure are building it inside of each and every one of us. Father, forgive us of our sins. Bless the ones that are sick. Be with brother and sister, Dale, Lord. Just give them strength And each one of us, Lord, to serve you more this year than we've ever served before. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, John one one is in the beginning was the Word. Now, remember, Brother Brown said in the beginning was the Logos. So we're going to talk about that, and don't don't go don't go wonky on me here. Okay, we're going to talk about the Logos and theophany, but we're going to break it down real simple. Because see, all that culminated, Brother George, in that little baby called Jesus. Yeah, that's what came. That's what came in that man, that baby. All right. <clears throat> in the beginning was the Word. That's what that's what made him the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All right, so in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that, and the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Now, him, 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 him. Person, a man. All things were made by him. Right. And without him was not anything made that was made. Everything you see, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything you see, God's already created it. Right. Now, Satan perverted it, but God created it. Right. All right? Remember remember, you? He gave you us all, yeah. Perfect, right? God, and Satan perverted it. Hello, somebody. The same was in the beginning with God. All right? What? The thoughts of God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And that word, John 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. All that come together and was placed into a child some 2,000 years ago. Then he had to grow in grace and knowledge. And then what did he do? he come back on the day of Pentecost as a full-grown to give to the group of people we'll get to that in just a minute so let's go to Isaiah 7 14 therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel and that Emmanuel is interpreted God with us you may be seated in the Lord as blessing to the reading of the word it was uh, kind of interesting that um I know Brother Dale preached on it years and years and years and years, a long time ago, probably in the, in the late 80s, on the expanding of God or the expansion of God. Well, I went downstairs just a few minutes ago, and and uh, there's a down in the tape room, which we don't use hardly anymore because everything's online. <clears throat> but I looked at a box, and it said Brother Moat's tapes. Now, folks, that was a long time ago. And I just flipped that thing up and pulled the first tape up, and he, you know what the title was? The Expanding of God. 1988. He preached on that, so I think I might get it out, and I may try to find my CD player. I don't even know where that thing's at. What is a CD player? But I think maybe that's what God wants us to see. He was this great big thing that nobody can understand. He brought himself. He funneled himself down. He showed himself during the Old Testament. He showed himself as himself in the New Testament or beginning of the New Testament. And now he's showing himself to a bride. And that's the way he wanted it. All right? He funneled down, and then now he's expanded. All right? Because he really did come down to where we can understand it, kind of like a funnel, kind of like an hourglass. He comes down into time. Funny an hourglass deals with time come down into time, and then he spread himself out now through a group of people, millions now, the bride of Jesus Christ. Think about it. 2,000 years ago, there was one man on earth that had the Holy Ghost. One. And he was the Holy Ghost. All right? One man. That was it. The whole world was in chaos. Even Caiaphas and all them, sure, they did the best they could. But there was only one man that was God Almighty in human flesh. Now, there are millions of God Almighty in human flesh in you and I. All right, so now let's read the birth, and then we'll head back to the beginning, which is Genesis. If you want to get your Bible out, what I'm going to do is I'll close my screen out, and I'll pull back up Genesis 1, and we'll be able to uh, see it on the screen. So if you didn't bring your Bible, don't don't feel, uh, well, you should feel ashamed. Now, the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, look, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now, look. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost is what? God in spirit form. All right? Now, how can a spirit do what he was going to say he was going to do? Because that was the creator. Everybody with me? That was the creator because he was going to. Now, see, you and I, the way we're born, as adults, we understand. It wasn't a created sperm and a created egg. The woman... By eating and and the body change and all that, bodies coming together, we had a baby by what? Something that was already here. All right. But this came from something that was not of this earth. It came from something that was created. So God created the very germ and the very um, egg and put them together in a womb. And he did that by the Holy Ghost. And he didn't have to open anything up, if I may say that. He did it supernaturally. That's why Mary had to say, be it unto me according to thy word. She had to believe because there was nothing there of normal way to have a baby. All right. She was going, wow, how can this be? You know, and, and I want to say to you, like the angel said, is there anything too hard for God? All right. Is there anything too hard for God? So then Joseph her husband being a just man, not willing to make a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Thank God, you know, they they say Joseph was a lot older than her. So he had already been married and and he had his wife had passed away and he was getting married again and he would be okay, you know, if if that happened. That's of course that's legend, but he was an older man so he could nurture her and keep her and put her up for those 9 months and in other words leave her alone. Right. All right. Because he was going to put her away, he was going to move her to a place and keep her there. All right, but while he thought on these things, watched the angel come and appeared him in dreams, said Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. There's that word again, the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. From their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled what was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, "Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel," which, being interpreted, is God with us. Not a second person of a Trinity, not a third person of a Trinity. It was the Triunity of God. If he was the fullness of the Godhead bodily, which the Bible concurs that, and so does the prophet concur that, and I concur that that's true, he has everything wrapped up in that human body called Jesus. Everybody with me, all right? There wasn't a part of him. Yeah, sure, there was a human part of him, but it wasn't a separate identity or a separate, there wasn't a separate spirit in there that thought different. Come on. He said, I only do that which the what? Father shows me, all right? Now, there was times, I bet you, he did fight in himself because he came come to the cross and he said, Father, if it be thy will, let it pass from me, but nevertheless, thy will be done, all right? So he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, not do what the Father said. I wish we could come to that. We're getting to that, but we came here by nature birth and that nature is always going to fight us until the day we pass away or the day we go into rapture and you know what? God knew that. I was thinking yesterday, I thought, man, Lord, and I was thinking about certain things and and the thought came to me, no surprise to me, you know, and, I, and that's what I asked God, no surprise to him, everything's happening just exactly like he said it was going to happen and like he thought it ever how many billion trillion years ago. So we ended up with this, and I want to go back now, we're going to go back to Genesis 1 because the church is a mystical body of Christ, all right, born of the breath of God. Oh, did you get it? Congregation says, amen. The church of God is born... Of the breath of God. Now, we're not born by second birth, by sexual act. We're born by spiritual act, the breath of God Amen. Right. coming into us and making us the bride or the children of Almighty God. Right. Yeah. So God breathed into the nostrils spiritually of Adam. Now, watch. And he became a living soul. Now, we'll get to that in just a minute. Did you know the Pentecostals or the true Pentecostal churches born of the breath of God, and then we know where he goes to, and he tells them that Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. We know that that was a promise. That didn't happen right then because the Holy Ghost was still inside of Jesus. All right? right. Everybody with right. me. Amen. All right? Remember, nobody else had the Holy Ghost. Right. He's the only one that had it. All right? And he had it to give. Right. Praise God. Right. He had it to give out, and that's like Brother Dells always said: when you get the Holy Ghost, it's the only thing you want to give away. You just want to give it away to everybody. Right. All right? But you can't outgive the Holy Ghost. Right. You, can't dry, you can't dry up the Holy Ghost. Nope. Right. It's right. eternal. It's an eternal being. Right. So now he's, he read it and said, let me read you and see whether the church is born of the breath of God or not. Like Adam was in the beginning. So Adam was born by the breath of God. Now he was not born a baby in a womb. Right. Right. Everybody with me. He was a full-grown man. And then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. Right. All right. So now let's turn to the book of Genesis. I'm going to drop out of here just a minute. It may take a second, but by the means of technology, we can bring it up. Just put in the word Adam. All right. Ta-da. I'm going to make that bigger, I hope. (coughs) If I can't, then you're just going to have to squint and read. Bob, do you know how to make that bigger? Hmm? Up Up here? Up there? Oh, magnifying glass. That one? Hmm. Zoom. Hmm. A little more nap. Uh, okay. Use. Oh, I'm gonna define it. Let's see. Let's do. For the older people, let's do 300. Yeah. And for me, I can't see either. Hey, is that better? Yeah. All right. Wait. Well, clap for the computer, not me. I was one. It was a big dummy. So. So anyway. <laughs> Anyhow hurts all right now look let's go <laughs> let's go to Genesis 1 you know when he formed Adam he didn't, he didn't even call him Adam we'll, talk, we'll get to that in just a second everybody with me all right so we're gonna get to that in just a minute here if you got it in your Bibles you should already be there because we're going to Genesis 126 we know that we know what the creation was you know, this is my favorite scripture, right. so I could actually quote it without getting to it, but I want to get to it and read it because we're going to pull it apart here just for a second, all right? So God's made all the creation. Now, in Genesis 1, and God said, let us make man in our own image. Right. So now I'm going to read this, and then we're going to back up just a little bit and talk about something. After our likeness. Now, whoever that hour is, he was making something after the likeness of that hour. Oh, you are. Everybody with me, all right? Let them have dominion. So now you see a plurality of God coming forth, not just one. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and the cattle and all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So whatever this thing's Whatever this thing is, it's going to have dominion. It's going to have power. All right, now it's going to do something else here in just a second. So God created a man in his own image. So in the image of God creating him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. Now, God blessed them before they was even put in flesh, Brother George. You know why God blessed them before he put them in flesh? Because he knew he was going to have to unbless them in human flesh. All right? You can't unbless, but, you know, he, he, he did separate and say, hey, I can't bless you like this anymore. All right, so we'll talk about that. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now, according to us as human beings, we know how that happens. By human sexual desire, all right, between a man and a woman. So God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth. But remember, this is in spirit form. This is God in the eternities. He's, He's not even, he's made the earth. He's made the earth. He's got the cows and the chickens and all that running across the earth. And He's got the green grass and he's got the water and he's got everything set up. What a great God. He set it all up for us. And then he comes forth and he says, I'm going to take myself that you can't understand and I'm going to bring myself into an image. All right? And I'm going to make something like me that's a part of me and it's going to come from me. All right? Everybody with me? And it's going to be plural. And when I bring them forth, they're going to multiply and replenish the earth. Now, in humanity, we can't understand that. We have to have a man and a woman get together and there's a baby, right? God don't need that. God only needs his breath. God only needs his logos or his speech or his word to make manifest what he said he was going to do. So this is what God, this is his mandate This is what I'm going to do The devil's not going to stop me Nobody's going to stop this Because he's already blessed them Whoever them are And he said be fruitful and multiply And replenish the earth And look and subdue it Now brother Brown tells us That the only time we will be able to subdue it Will be in the millennium Because remember we're still trying to get this thing subdued Right. right. and while we're here, yes, there'll be for a moment. There'll be a moment in time where we'll have control over the, we've seen Brother Brandon, we've seen Brother Dale, and different ones have control over the storms and, and speaking things into existence and all these different things, and we've even seen it in all of our lives. We've seen things, you say, I've never seen it before. Well, jump in. Jump in. It's like Brother Bob said, listen, when you say the word prophet, that's not just one man standing there. Right. There is a prophetic group of people, Brother Branham said. So right. he took that and he poured it into us. Right. So we all have a a time that we can be prophetic. Right. All right? right. Praise God. I mean, it's yeah. just not for, you know, you got to have a lead you got to have a a shepherd. But that doesn't mean it's sheep are dumb. Right. Right. They get dumb if they don't have a shepherd. Right. Right. Spiritually. Right. But subdue it. Now this is and when when he said that. That, that meant that whatever he was making yep. to bring into view or into form, mm-hmm. they were going to have power over the whole earth. Amen. 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 That right. seemed familiar? That's what we're heading to. All right? right. 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 right? Yeah. But if you go to Romans 8, it tells us that the whole creation is groaning and waning right. for what? The manifestation of what that was back in the garden. Right. Amen. Amen. That's what the whole world's waiting and groaning for, the tornadoes, the, the earthquakes, and all the different things. It's birth pains, Brother Brown said in the 60s. He said it's what? Something coming forth. Right, really? It's us. Right. Yes. Amen. But we had dominion before the fall. Right. We haven't had tornadoes and storms and all that before the fall. Right. It was perfect, Adam and Eve in the garden. And if they'd have stayed that way and quit eating off of the tree that they ate off of, right. if they were to eat off the tree of life, it would have been a spoken word. The breath of God would have went forth from who? Adam. Because
0: right. Right. Right.
1: if he was the first Adam, the second Adam had to breathe also. Right. Hello, somebody. You say, oh, that's, but no, that's the way it should be. Amen. Yeah. Right. You and I today, that got born again in this church under Brother Dale's ministry, you were born not by the breath of Samuel Dale, you were born by the breath of God. Right. I was born by the union of Samuel and Peggy Dale. I'm born dead. But by the creative breath of God, that brought life back again. Praise the Lord. I mean, that's so simple. Dry bones. Can you breathe? Oh, praise God. <laughs> Dry bones, can you breathe? That's us. Amen. Though those bones be dried up, that prophet's bones was dead and dried up. They wasn't an ounce of flesh on it, it wasn't nothing but bones. And when they throw that man in there, they was so much Holy Ghost on that man. Come on, somebody. Till that man sprung to life. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Where's that same Holy Ghost? It's in us now. Amen. Right. Amen. Praise God. I have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl. That just makes me so happy. And over everything that moveth upon the earth, we don't have to do anything like Bob said. We don't have to be smart. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. All 11 disciples, dumb as a rock. Except maybe Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector, bless his heart. He made it. Amen. He wrote some of the Bible, so he's pretty good. But they, but they didn't have a school they went to. Praise God, we don't have to have a school to go to. Just yield to the breath of God. Let Him breathe on you. Amen. Amen. Breathe, O oh, breath of God. Amen. Can you hear it? You saw. Oh, uh, are you looking for to hear it in the trees and the leaves blowing? Yeah, that's, to me, that's the breath of God also. But that's not going to save you. But the breath of God breathes on you, and you get that inside of you because, look, breath goes in. Right. Amen. Breath goes way down in here. Amen. All right? right? So breathe. Don't just breathe on me, Lord. Breathe in me. Yes. Amen. You can be anointed by the breath of You be anointed by the breath of God, right. but you can't be born by the breath of God and be lost. And everything that moveth upon the earth. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth. And every tree which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat. Now remember, but he told them, he said, there's one I don't want you to eat off of. All right. So we'll just keep on going to, to save time. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested. He gave everything to what? He gave everything to Adam. Right. I'm going to rest. I'm going to watch over my children, which there was only two at the time. But remember, God knew in the time that he rest that man would fall. Right. Amen. All right? So in the seventh day, man fell in that day. All right? And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, sanctified it. Because it was then, because look, the reason they hold that seventh day in the Old Testament is because of this. Now, remember, we're in the New Testament, which is the resurrection time. There wasn't a resurrection back here. Somebody with me? So they they honored that seventh day. Even God honored it. Remember, the guy was picking up sticks one time, and he died. God struck him, and he died. That's how much he said. But now, remember, when he come in human flesh, he said, look, he said, that's, Pots and pans and, and washing and all. Jesus stood there and told them, and he was telling them he was what? He was the anointing. He was the low gods, He was the Holy Ghost. He was telling them that not to do away with that, but let's move over into this new day, this Sunday, this resurrection. So now everything of New Testament Christianity is based on what? Resurrection it's good that the baby was born it's good that he healed the sick it's good that he raised the dead but if he did not come out of that tomb you and I are lost but he did praise God and he didn't need me and you pull the pull stone away did himself but what happened that breath of God went right back into that vessel on Easter morning he rose up He said, all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me. He didn't have a headache anymore. He didn't have to eat all the time. He didn't have to go to the bathroom. He didn't have to have all the aches and pains. It was done. He was in a glorified body. Praise God. Now, if he can do it, so can we.
0: If
1: he walked out of that grave, I'm walking too. If he walked out of that grave, I'm walking too. You believe that? If he walked out, so will we. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and ever planted the field before it was on the earth and every herb, everything was given to us. Remember, we didn't eat meat before the fall. We ate herbs from the ground and and potatoes and beans and all that stuff, all right? Right. But now, after that, we get to eat meat, but I don't think we'll be eating any meat over in, in the... In the new city, I just think it'll all come back to, to uh, so let's enjoy our states while we can. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Now, look how God prepared all this. He was even preparing for the world to be destroyed by water. He put all the water, listen, there was more water in the earth in Noah's time than there ever was coming from the, coming from the sky. It can rain 40 days and never Oh yeah, I could raise up We could have some bad floods But it never would flood the earth 40 days, it wouldn't do it So the fountains of the deep open. So God already created them Had them waiting there And if man would have done What he was supposed to do They'd have stayed there
0: Because
1: I believe that's the same way with us That river of life is going to come out Come out of the ground Because those aquifers gonna, Listen, we're going to live as human beings There'll be water, purest water. Won't need a brita, purifier. Thank God it'll be perfect. But they went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God, look, he formed man of the dust of the ground. Now, remember, he's still got that image in his mind. Everybody with me? He still got that image in his mind. Now, what happened was, here was the Holy Ghost, as Brother Branham will read in a little while. Brother Branham said he led the animals through Adam like he does the Holy Ghost with the believers. Because, look, Adam wasn't in human flesh yet. All right? He was in theophany. Okay? All these great words. We'll look at them in just a second. But remember, Logos means word or speech. Theophany means two words, theophania, which means God can be seen. Amen. So right. you say, well, that, no, that was Adam. No, that was an extension of God. Right. Right. That was God being seen on the earth. Right. And they could look and see God because God was there because God threw skins at them and all these different things. They were talking back and forth. They didn't have a problem. Right. They did have a problem after the fall, though. When God separated and threw them out of the garden, he said, you're not going to see my face anymore because of what he told Moses. He told Moses. Moses said, oh, God, I want to see you. He said, you can see my back part, but you can't see my face and live. Too much sin going on on the earth. You can see my back part, but you can't see my face. But praise God, that face came to earth 2,000 years ago called Jesus Christ. And he opened up so that we could be able to see him, what, face to face, as the Bible tells us. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, all right? Just like me and you, we had the breath of life breathed in our nostrils as a baby, all right? We became a living soul, but but if we'll go to blasphemous names, which we don't have time to go into, Brother Brown said especially, he breathed eternal life into Adam, all right? Everybody with me? So he breathed eternal life into me and you then after when we got born again, we got that breath. We got natural breath over here. right? But it is still the breath of God, but it's not eternal. It's perfect. Because, well, you know, you may be breathing for the devil now, but God put the breath inside of you to start with. All right? So over here, when you get born by the breath of God, what happens again? He breathes into your nostrils the breath of eternal life, and you become a living soul. Everybody with me? Amen. I don't have to read these quotes. Brother Dale's read them to us a hundred times. All right, Genesis 2, verse 8 says, The Lord God planted a garden. Now look, remember the wording we were been, we've been talking about for some, the new ones Just <clears throat> not heard Brother Dale preach on this. You see that word, L-O-R-D, capital. Lord, but see, God is not capitalized the O-D. It's just the G part. This is God extending himself in a lower form, because if you see Lord God in all capital letters, that's the man. Right. Right. That's the Jehovah, the eternal, the one that you can't understand. But he has formed himself down because, look, the Lord planted the garden. Amen. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Amen. Eastward and Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Right. All right. And out of the ground made the Lord to grow, Lord God to grow every tree that's pleasant to the sight, food good for food, tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, which was who? It was him. Come on, it was him. There's not God over here and Jesus over here and the Holy Ghost over here and there's a tree standing over here. The tree of life is always Jesus Christ. We know that. But the form we see. Now, look, see, the theophany was there the whole time. I was even reading a little while ago. Even in, on the internet, some of the theologians talking about the theophany of God, that it appeared in a pillar of fire. Well, there's a lot of people who don't understand that. I do. Because it was God. <laughs> and he was in a form. And he was standing in that. And if Moses would have had an updated revelation of who God was, he would have seen that man standing there. I just believe that. And I believe Moses caught the revelation when he said, Take off your shoes, Moses you're on holy ground it's not just a bush burning all right everybody with me but remember the devil was there too all right now remember he had not entered the beast yet so you got the beast walking around doing his job in between man and the monkey everybody with me all right so we got but satan's over here he hadn't entered the beast yet he's over here all right he's the tree of knowledge of good and evil so God standing there said, all right, Adam, you choose this, you'll live. You choose this, you're going to die. Yeah? Right. Right. You eat or partake right. off of this, you're, you're going to live. Right. You partake off of this, you're going to die. Right. All right? That's why when we read in just a minute, if we get to it, where that when he drove them out of the garden, he said, I've got to drive them out lest they come back and eat of that tree of life. Right. And right. become God. Well, they have become gods at that time, knowing both good and evil. All right, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. Now we I'm going to skip through all that because they're all they all got names, and they're still over there, right. all right? got Euphrates and all the different ones so so God took the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree. Now, this is the second time he's telling this, all right? So, uh, for us hard-headed people, God may have to tell us twice, but he's not going to tell you a third time. Well, some of y'all that's not hard-headed, God, it's the first time, praise God. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou shalt, look, freely, freely partake of all these trees, all right? But of the tree of knowledge, now look, He didn't say, now, you don't eat of that tree of life. He said, every tree you can eat of except this one. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, therefore, thou shalt surely die. Now, remember, the day is a thousand years, a thousand years is a day. All right? Brother Brown said Eve thought she got by with it because she didn't die that day. She heard God say this. Hello, somebody. She heard God say this. She was in theophany and Adam at the time. All right, she was in a form of God at the time. Amen. Everybody with me? I don't want to lose anybody. And the Lord God said, "It is not good that the man should be alone." God said, "You know what?" God said one time. He said, "It's not good for me to be alone. I have a help meet inside of me." Jesus stood one day and said, I have a helpmeet inside of me called the bride. Now, he didn't say that by, by terms, but that's the way I see it. Amen. And I got to get her out because I want to fellowship with her. Amen. I can't fellowship with her in this. She's in that form of water, and we know there's molecules, and there's hydrogen and oxygen and all that in there, but I want them out so I can talk to them. God wanted Adam out so he could talk to him because God was lonely. God has emotions, folks. God's not just something that stands there. He has an emotion. He hates. He loves. Come on, somebody. It's what he said. He hated the deeds of the Nicolaitans. There was things that God hated. He, he can't change. But all that hate will go away when we go back into the other dimension because there was no hate there when he was in the Garden of Eden. It was when he drove them out. And the Lord God says, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for me. Now, where did he get that helpmeet from? Out of Adam. Right. All right? Out of Adam comes the woman. So right here in Genesis 2, 19, after all this, he finally names him Adam. And out of the ground, the Lord God, you know what the word Adam means, right? Red. Amen. Dirt. Right. Earth. Right. That's what Adam means. Adam, where you at? Adam, you just red dirt. That's so all you are. About six foot something of it, growing like a weed. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So Adam named, if you've got a problem with something that's being named, you need to talk to Adam. Yeah, I right. Actually need to talk to God. Because Adam had the mind of God at the time. Remember, as always yeah. I've said, he's never, he never corrected Adam and said, no, don't name it that. This is what you need to name it. No, I believe he was sitting there with his arms folded and saying, do it, son. That's exactly what I was talking about. Said, That's what he's doing with us. Come on, he's pleased to dwell in us. So he's pleased when we do things right. He's not pleased when we do things wrong, but he's pleased to dwell in us. And he can't come out of us if we get the new birth. He brought them to Adam and Adam named them all. Gave names to the cattle and fowl of the air, every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found help helpmeet. There was one for everybody, even the beast. Right. But for Adam, there was not. So Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. He took one of his ribs and closed the flesh up. And then what did he do? He took that theophany and put it in a form called woman. Her name was not Eve. Actually, her name was Adam. Because remember, we don't have a name. We won't look for a name. Mrs. Jesus Christ will help just fine. That's good enough for me. All right? And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made a woman. Now, here's, here's Adam. Now, here's a bride coming forth from the first Adam. All right? Everybody with me? All right? And brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man what does woman mean is is a man with a womb woman all right all right so it's a man with a womb all right what to reproduce not sexually but by the breath of God Amen. therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and they were not ashamed now, we got a guy who walks in called the devil. Alright? Everybody with me? Right. So what happens now is we know what happened. I'm not going into that. So let's go back just for a minute <clears throat> to our um, sermon notes. Let's kind of mold this thing together because remember this is where this is where it all got started. Alright? Now, the church is the bride, so we're born by the breath of God. All right? Now, it doesn't plainly say that in the Bible, but God had to breathe into Eve also. Right. Right. I mean, because Eve was as living as Adam was. Right. All right? Amen. Born of the breath of God. So Now, the breath of God is not as we think, because Brother Round tells us that the word of Moya is... is There's certain people in Africa and different places, they believe that you breathe God in and breathe him out. You can breathe him in, you breathe him out, all right? But that's not the way that is. The breath of God is, is he breathes inside of you and you become eternal in your soul. Everybody with me, all right? Listen, even Adam wasn't eternal in his his flesh. He was eternal in his soul, but he wasn't eternal in his flesh. And he had a spirit that he had to deal with. I'm going to read you a quote here in just a few minutes. What happened to Adam? There's a lot of people in the message and a lot of people believe that Adam lost his eternal life. He did not lose the eternal life in his soul. God can't do that. Right. Right. God can't give you eternal life in your soul and you become a living soul and take it away from you. I don't care what you do. Amen. In your spirit realm, you could go crazy as a bat. Right. Right. Thank God for a prophet.
0: Amen.
1: that told us even if like the, the old preacher. They said, I'm done preaching. He got a spirit on him, Brother Brown said, and he started drinking. But Brother Brown said God took him home too. Six months later, he was out of here. He didn't want to mar his name, but he was a child of God. That's why that spirit realm is is something that these virtues have to work in. Because in the soul, we're eternal. In the soul, we have a creator there. Don't get quiet on me. In the soul, we have the word of God, the breath of God. But we were born with a nature contrary to God. God was not born as a baby with a contrary nature. He was born with the nature of God. So what's the simple definition of a Logos? Logos are the appeal to logic. So now here's this man that we've been talking about, the Lord God, that we can't understand because he created everything from nothing. It emanated from himself. Every time he spoke, something happened. Every time he spoke, something happened. But it came from his mind. He had it all in the mind. Then it had to come to speech. Then when he spoke, he spoke, when he spoke, he spoke a person into existence called Adam. Not another God. Adam was the God of the earth. So the simple definition of the Logos is you can't understand him. Then all of a sudden, that being begins to speak. and right. says, let there be. That's why Brother Brown, I didn't bring it, but he said, "He said, you can read it like this. In the beginning was the Logos, right. the Word. Because that Word in John 14, it tells you what it is. The Word is the Logos, and that Logos was made flesh. Right.
0: Right.
1: Remember, it's one God in different acts of a play or in different manifestations Amen. or in different expansions. Amen. All right? So the definition of Logos is what we, it's a definition that we humans, now when I read it to you, I hope you understand. It's the appeal to logic. In other words, he he made everything. Now to us, that's illogical. But we have to believe that God made all this. All right. We're not like the world that maybe believe this just blew up over here. And I like what Brother Dick Addison said. He talked about the Big Bang Theory. He said, I just want to know who flipped the switch. Who started that thing to banging? There had to be something had to start that. It didn't just come together. Then there was something made to come together. Logos, or the appeal to logic, means to appeal to the audience's sense of reason or logic. You and I today, the whole world, the Bible was written... The Logos of God was written so that you and I can understand it. Yeah, man. Right. Everybody with me? Right. Right. To use Logos, the author makes clear, logical, does this sound familiar? Logical connections between ideas and includes the use of facts and statistics. That's our God. Logos or the appeal to logic. This is pretty much the same thing let's go down to words using historical and literal analogies to make a logical argument in another strategy in other words I'm God I created the earth but I'm going to make somebody else that I can fellowship with right. Right. I'm gonna and it's a person it's not something it's a person Adam was a person right. Right. and inside that person was a person called Eve yeah. right. Amen. Right. that's what the Bible says because right. right. it takes them it still takes two still takes a male and a female. Amen. Right. But you got to have the right male first.
0: Right.
1: Right. Amen? Yep.
0: Right. Right.
1: Got to be with the right male. But using historical and literal analogies, that's why the Bible had to be written. The Bible had to be written so we could understand. Right. Right. There should be no holes in the argument. Praise God, there's not. Also known as logical fallacies. Listen, there's no logical fallacies in God which are unclear or wrong assumptions or connections between ideas. There's none of that in God. So they're, they're just looking at this in a, this way, but the Logos means to appeal to the Odyssey's sense of regional logic. The only way we can understand God is we know that he came to a form and he speaks. Listen, you hear me talking now? That's, right. That's speech. Right. And I'm trying to get you to, to look at logic. By what I give to you, look, the author makes clear logical connection between the ideas. So the author's trying to get it from me to get it to you. Same way with Brother Bob, same way with Brother Aaron, same way with Brother Luis. Sunday school teachers, yeah, you sisters too. Right, right, right. Right. Listen, you either got two thoughts, the thought of God or the thought of the devil.
0: Right.
1: Most of the time, we know which one we feed and which one it is, right? But there is a time when God can use us to speak to you. And that is the Logos or the speech or the Word of God being brought forth. All right? Praise God for that. So there was a a man standing in eternity that began to speak. Remember Brother Brown said, we'll read it in a minute. This big halo of light. I mean, you got this big burst and all this. and, And you don't see a form, but we have to see a form. Because the author has logically told us we were made in his image. Amen. Right. Amen. So we weren't born a cloud. Right. That's
0: right. 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 Yeah, that's right.
1: But you got to look at this word too, theophany. So remember, Logos is God speaking something, saying something, All right, speaking. It created the world. The world was created by the Logos. That's why the Logos was in Christ. Right. Hang on a minute, though. Let's look at this word theophany. It's actually two words, but it's a visible visible manifestation of a deity. So now we come from Logos, (coughs) which doesn't technically have to be something we can see yet. But still it's got the character in it because that Logos said, let us make man in our own image. But we don't understand him until he steps over into a theophany form. Now we can get a good picture of him over here. It's a little, you know, it's a little, it's a little over here. And you, where, where is he? Well, here I am. Because God walked through the cool of the day with Adam and Eve, and said, "Adam, here I am. I'm your father. Here I am. I made you. You come out of me. You're my children." But a theophany, he had to step down a little bit lower into theophany form. We'll read it. Brother Brown will explain it. It's a combination of two Greek words. Theos means God. And Phanian means to appear. So it's the appearance of God. A theophany then is an appearance of God to what? To human beings. Everybody with me? A theophany is typically for the purpose of revealing, look, something about what? The character. The character of God because you are your character. I mean your character is what forms you and molds you right when God appears he does so for a purpose the term itself does not appear in scripture but the concept appears throughout right. everybody with me now so now we see this this theophany God is walking through the and it's as solid as this is come on it's not he's not a spook right. Adam tilled the ground Right? God walked with him, so he must have feet. He talked to him, so he must have a mouth. Alright? Right? And then when they sinned, he must have went and killed two animal or an animal, pulled the skins off of them, and throw them in the bushes and said, Put this on. So he must be pretty solid in that theophany form, but you and I have to see it in that form first. Because remember, what did that become? Jesus Christ, the baby down there that we're talking about. Alright? This same guy. Alright, this same guy. Listen, Jesus didn't look no different when he was 20-something years old than he did when he was creating in the world, creating the earth. Right. Right. If he did, brother George, he changed. In his theophany, he can't change. That's why I said about the burning bush. If, if Moses would have had a revelation, he had to, God had to hide himself in that burning bush. But Moses one day said, hey, I want to see that guy that was in that bush. God, I know you're talking to me. I want to see you. God said, okay, I'll show you. But you got to see my back part. You can't see my front. And you know who that was. That wasn't Jesus Christ in the flesh. That was a theophany that Adam could see. All right, everybody with me. So you got Logos is the speech. It's the one that did the creating. But it came and it emanated from a form called a theophany, or God appearing to Adam and Eve. All right, everybody with me. Because remember, that... Then when the fall happened, Brother Danny, he had to pull all that back. Yes, right. 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 And, and, and in the Old Testament, it was in symbols. It was in the angel of the covenant would come and talk to him through the fire. Right. Right. Yes. Amen. Couldn't contact man face to face anymore. He had to use some kind of veil. Right. Right. Badger skin. Right. Amen. Melchizedek. Yeah. Had to be a human form made. Right. Now that wasn't Jesus Christ in flesh because Melchizedek couldn't be our brother we had to have somebody according to the Bible that could be our brother that would be born a baby right. Melchizedek Adam Melchizedek was not born a baby God just stepped down onto this earth as Adam uh, Aaron always says and just take sprinkles dust over top and it just makes a form and his name is Melchizedek because he's a king He don't have a father, he don't have no father, no mother, no ending of days, no beginning of life, no ending of life, right? Right. But that man became Jesus Christ. Brother Adam said, Brother Branham said, Jesus, the flesh man, had a beginning. And he had an end that we can see on earth. That body did die, okay? That body was dead. There was no life in that flesh body for two days, three days. Okay, so you got the logos is one that's doing the talking, but then you have to have a form. It's like now, if, and I know it's kind of funny, but um, somebody asked, uh, uh, somebody was preaching, and somebody said, have you ever heard the voice of God? And he says, I haven't, and then somebody, in the, you know, in the congregation said, well, I have. He'd heard the literal voice, he, he, and have you heard voices? Some of them are not God, but we've heard voices. Hello somebody. Oh that, listen, I'm the only one that's crazy around here. This got people talking in my head. Well, pray for me. Well, pray for me anyway. But I know y'all lying. Pray for y'all. But how do you know it's the voice of God? It's scriptural and it comes to pass. All right, Brother Branham, watch. Brother Branham, that angel would tell him. Now, remember, that angel was not God. Remember the angel that he had? It was not God. It wasn't God. It was an angel. There's angels. Remember, Jesus was made lower than the angels. The angels were here, created beings. He was made lower than the angels. But remember, we all have an angel. There has to be something that we have to help us Praise God. Our guardian angel, as the world sees it. But there had to be a form, though, that when you hear the voice of God, there had to be a character behind it. Amen. Uh, uh, where you had to say, well, like Brother Brown, Brother Brown said, the angel said, well, well, you know, we'll ask him a question. And Brother Brown said, I spend all day looking through what? Scripture? Uh-huh. Right. right. Try making sure it was according to the word. Then he knew that it came from God. He didn't even trust that thing. It just walked out in between, walked out in thin air between a, a, a set of rocks. Right. Remember, he described him pretty well. Amen. But that wasn't God. That was a part imparting of God to a prophet to tell him something. Thank God. Right. Right. But the Logos is the voice of God, and it's it's. It's now in the terminology as Bob was talking today, it it has to come through prophets, apostles, evangelists, pastors, teachers. That's just the way it's got to come through. You can sit in your house and wait for a voice of God. You'll probably get a voice, but it won't be of God. Yeah, come on. If that voice tells you to stay home and not come to church, not the voice of God. So we depend on the logos or speech of God. That's why I depend on Brother Brown being a prophet, as Brother Bob was saying. That prophet, that prophet gives you clarity of what's going on. Yeah, right, right. Now there's false ones. All right? Amen. There's false prophets. But if that prophet tells you something comes to pass, but now remember the Bible tells you several characteristics. He said if God sends you a prophet and he doesn't and it doesn't come to pass, he should don't hear that prophet. In other words, kill him actually. But if you hear him and it comes to pass, but he takes you to another Logos. Come on, another word or another part that's not God. It don't matter what came to pass. If he takes you to another God, forget him. Because see, that's anointed ones. You can be truly anointed by the Holy Ghost and God speak through you and something happened. But if you live a hound dog life and you preach a Trinitarian doctrine, that ain't God. That's just not him. But thank God for the speech. We know what emanates now. The Logos is talking. And God is it was in a form back in the Old Testament. He was Jehovah. He was the angel of the covenant. He was the one that came to... Oh, could you imagine Joshua standing there? After he'd won the battle, and Joshua was like, we're good. We done whooped them all. And here comes a guy walking out of the woods. Huh? Here comes a guy, a man... And he looked very formidable. He didn't look like, you know, Barney Fife. Bless Barney's heart. He needed to eat. That's what his problem was. He needed to eat. If you don't know who that is, look it up. But but this man was formidable. He had he had the aura of, of somebody that had that had won, that had defeated something. Like a conqueror. He had a sword. He was so much intimidated Joshua. Come on, somebody. He so much intimidated Joshua. Joshua goes, you for us? He said, I done whipped all these that was against us. (laughs) In other words, if you ain't for us, I'm going to whip you. God, he was looking at this form. But when that voice spoke, he said, oh, Joshua, he said, don't worry about me. I'm the one that helped you. I'm the one behind the scenes. I'm the one that helped you win this battle. You think when all them 5,000 people against 200 of yours, you think I was there or I went on vacation? He said, no, I was there fighting. I just came into your dimension for just a minute just to tell you who was in charge. The mighty conqueror, he won the battle. Because remember the way he identified himself was Joshua, he said, Joshua, take off your shoes. Joshua would have never took his shoes off to just any mortal human being. But when that man spoke, when that Logos spoke, Joshua heard that voice. It says, Moses thy servant is dead. And Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. He didn't have a Bible. He just had a voice. But I believe when that guy spoke and says, hey, I'm the captain of the host, Joshua's like, I've heard your voice before. I'm good. Uh, You've won. Like I said, he put that sword back. And that man said, Joshua, take off your shoes. Because as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. As I was with Moses in a burning bush, and it was so holy until he had to take his shoes off, your mentor, now you got to take your shoes off because you're standing in front of the king.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Then we see him come down a little bit further, and it was one that appeared in the fire, and then he went away, the angel of the covenant, and then we see that he comes over to a group of people, <coughs> excuse me, and he appears many times in different forms. But remember, when he appears in that form, it's not Jesus Christ. The flesh man. No savior there. Inside of him was, yes. Inside of Melchizedek was Almighty God. Melchizedek had no father, no mother. End of days, beginning of life. So it was that theophany put a body around it, stepped in and said, Abraham, I've come to visit Sarah about the time of life and you're going to have a son or a child. Abraham knew that was that voice that had talked to him 20-something years ago that said, Abraham, you'll have a baby. You'll have the promised son. I know I was kidding about many voices, but you better understand one thing. When God speaks to you, you better know it. Right. Amen. You ought to be trained enough now to know right. if it's the voice of God or the voice of the devil. Right. Even though they may sound exactly the same. Right. Right. You remember on a tape when Brother Brown was preaching away and at the end of the service, he, he stops and pauses for a second and he says, This is not William Brown you're hearing. Well, did he change? Did it, uh, did it go from William Branham's voice to "I'm God"? No, he just spoke right in the same voice, Brother Brown. Come on, somebody, that's what he's doing now. Yeah. He's speaking to a group of people, sure. right. and it's not that we speak like this, and then we can't speak like that.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Listen, that's tones of a voice. Right. Right. That's not anything to do much with the voice, but when God speaks. We ought to listen. Let's listen to this real quick. Let Brother Brown explain this. I can't explain it as good as he can, so I put these quotes up. When he was back under millions and millions of years ago, when he was just like this space here, and then he gathered up into the Logos, all right? He's funneling himself down so that he's going to be able to speak and something happened. And then he came from the Logos down into Christ, all right? See, it's just God coming down like this to the earth, then going right back into God again. Jesus said, stood one day in the upper room. He said he knew he'd come from God, and he knew he was going back to God. Amen. You ought to have that same revelation.
0: That's
1: right. <clears throat> Don't you see what I mean? Just revolving, coming down from space, from eternity, rolling together, coming down into the Logos, and the Logos, down. look, didn't stop. Logos into the man. Adam. The reason Adam couldn't name all the animals perfectly because he became the Logos. Come on, somebody. He had control over everything. So that wasn't a mortal man that was talking. Listen, Brother Branham, that wasn't a mortal man that was talking when he said you came from here and you went over there and your car was green and you and the and the you know the baby's room was blue and I mean he was so vivid about and your and your and oh I see you have a uh, the doctor is looking at your chart. What in the world was that? That wasn't William Branham. I promise you that. That was God. Don't you see what I mean? Just revolving, rolling together, coming down into the Logos and Logos down into the man. Look, then returning back again for one purpose, to redeem man that had fallen. Now, that's what he came for, to be a redeemer. And before God could be a redeemer, he had to be, according to the law, a kinsman redeemer. He had to be kinfolk to us. So anyway, all that, wake up. All that in the Old Testament was tops and shadows. All right. We know that was God. We know that was the Logos. We know that was the Theophany of God. But He was hiding Himself.
0: Right, right.
1: I just got finished reading "Hiding Himself." God hiding Himself in simplicity because we're gonna get ready to go through the seals maybe about the middle of the year. <clears throat> but he, if, if Lord willing, and He wrapped Himself up in all these different things, but He couldn't be the He couldn't be the kinfolk that He was to Adam. That was separated, pulled away by sin God couldn't look at that anymore that's one thing God does hate He hates sin he didn't hate Adam I just got that he didn't hate Adam he hated the sin Adam was in he don't hate you he hates the sin you're in. But he had to be kinfolk. So he had to be somebody, Brother George, that if we're born babies, like because when Adam and Eve got together, we know what happened in the fall. But later on, Seth happened and this one happened and this. They all came the same way. Listen, since the beginning of time until Mary, born the same way. And then from Mary that one time to now, born the same way. All right? Not the way God wanted us to be born. All right, real quick here. 1951. That's where science get mixed up. They say no. He's talking about the. Um, they find all these, you know. They got all these era uh, or periods of Cro-Magnon and all the different man. You know. They say developed from a monkey. No, I don't think so. Right. 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 He might have given him a foot like a bear, but God put a soul in a man. Yeah. Now watch this. <clears throat> this makes it really clear to me right here what happened. This white cloud deity now watch came down not in the animal in the man Mm -hmm. and now if they want to go back and dig up some old bones let them dig them up as many as they want to all the fossils that doesn't have one thing to do on the bearing of the word of God there he is now watch this then here's this man Adam here's this man all right and now the man sinned. And when he sinned and fell, then that little cloud in there became marred and black. Right. Brother Bobby didn't say he took it away from him. Right. He didn't say he took that eternal life away from him. He, he said he got marred and black. So we had to be born that way, marred and black. Now watch. Then the Logos came down and was made flesh. To do what? And dwelt among us to redeem this man. Now he's got fallen man in his mind. Man. Mankind. Not one man. Mankind. To redeem this man back to the love of the Father. And he came in by the baptism of the Holy Spirit and chased sin... Out of the human, boy, I love it. And brings man back again, fellowship with God. That's what happened. That's a new birth. He drove that old thing out. Cleaned it out. You think maybe, oh, I have got some marring and a little bit of cloudy. If you're born again, that's not in your soul. Your soul's so bright, it's like an atomic explosion. What in the world do y'all think is going to like that new city? You and I. With their emanation of a glow of eternal life, of perfection. And thank God every once in a while we see a little bit of that down here. I can lose my voice. Aaron's preaching this afternoon. Now, if God created man in his own image. Now, look, this is 1953. What did he create? He created a spirit man, all right? A theophany. Theophany, all right? Now, if you'll notice, after he made all the creation and created a spirit man, Close reading of this now to the one that asked the question. We'll find this in questions and answers. Did God give dominion to the cattle, and fish of the sea, and everything? What? To that man. Right. To that piece of him he had pulled out of himself right. and put into this man. Amen. Theophany, not flesh yet. Right. Everybody with me? Right. See, well, the way we think, we either think Casper the friendly ghost or Aaron Roberts. Mm-hmm. Well, that may not have been too good. But if, I mean, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about a solid person. Right. Right. That's what we solid and then we think, oh, everything else is just floating around. No, I, no, angels are real. Right. God's real. Amen. Jesus Christ is still real. Amen. He does emanate into the Holy Ghost to give it to you because he can't put his flesh inside of you. Right. But he does have a flesh body. But he wants to be in your flesh now. That's right. Amen. All right. Real quick, and we'll close on this one. That God gave the man of the cattle, fish, and to the man. But in his making up there, he made man in his own image to lead the cattle, lead the beasts of the field, just like the Holy Spirit leads the believer today. Now, listen, when he when He put that part of him into Adam, <clears throat> everybody with me? This is before Genesis 2. I'm running out of time here. Before Genesis 2, Adam was a, Adam was something the animals could look at.
0: Right. No, that's
1: right. The animals just didn't walk up to this... Bubbly, what do you call those? Uh, lava lamps. <laughs> I'm going to name you elephant. No. That was, their, that was their man right there. That was the guy that was going to lead them. That was the man that was standing there in theophany. And they could see him. Theophanian, Being able to see God. We just got too much thinking about flesh. And he was, in other words, look, Adam, the first man in the lower creations of God. The first creation, whoa, was God himself. Hmm. So that we can understand. Not that he created himself. It was so he, we could understand. He created a form that we could see him in. He created a form that we could hear him in. But that form couldn't come through Adam and Eve anymore, so God had to stop the program just for a moment. Come down every once in a while in the Old Testament and then say, hey, behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a child that's going to have this Logos inside of that child and that theophany inside of that baby. Amen. He was the fullness of God by bothered. Let's stand at our feet. We're not going to get done. Amen. Then out of the Logos, which was the word, in the beginning was the word, word was God, and word was God. And out of the Logos came forth the man, the theophany guy. Everybody with me? Let me read these real quick while they're getting a, getting a, a song ready, brother Aaron. When he was in heaven, he was the Logos that went out of God in the beginning. And he came down on earth and was not to be made an angel. He's talking about Jesus Christ. He came down on earth and took the form of a bondsman, not an angel. He didn't come down in the great Jehovah glory. He came down as a man. To redeem man, to die for man, to die as a man. He never died as God, he died as a man. The sin of man was upon the Son of Man, and he had to become a man in order to pay the penalty. When he came down from the highest, Logos from God, he came down through angels and came down and was made a man and said, I'm not even man, Brother Luis, I'm a worm. Brother, brother, Aaron, brother, Louise preached on "I am a worm." That's what the Bible says. He's a worm. I'm not even a man. I'm a worm, and no man for he was despised and rejected. This is a this is a statement. I want to make this same statement. Then we'll sing a song. Be dismissed. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that in His body He was a man. He was born of a woman, just like I was. He means through the womb. He don't mean. The sex act, okay? He was born of a woman just like I was, but his blood was not of a woman, it was of God. And Jehovah God, the Logos, who brewed over the earth in my message this morning, and brewed the first man out of the dust of the earth, that same man overshadowed Mary and brewed over her to fulfill his word and created the blood cell that brought forth the Son of the Living God. I believe in the body, he was a man, I believe in his soul. He was God. He was God's manifestation here on earth. God was in Christ reconciling the earth to himself. I believe he was not just a mere man, though. Neither was he a prophet. He was God, Emmanuel. I believe with all my heart that that being the truth, I can't prove that truth. If I could, then it wouldn't be a faith. If it could, it wouldn't be a faith. I'd love to see him. Would every Christian love to see him? Sure, I would. But how can we see him? The way we see him is by his works. Now, he hasn't come in a corporal body yet among us. He's here in a spiritual body, us. A spiritual body called the Holy Spirit. He's in the form of the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, God was the Spirit. And all the fountains of greatness and mercy and power and all the goodness, the things of God. God was in the center of that fountain. Huh? huh? He was a man. He was standing there That's right. in the midst of that fountain. And then the Logos that went out of God in the beginning became what we would call a theophany. So Logos. theophany, just what we've been preaching, or a supernatural body. God is just not like the air. He's got a body. Moses seen him pass, and he said it looked like the back part of a man and so forth. Then that same theophany was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld him, the only begotten of the Father, the baby in the manger. No crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus, God Almighty, the Creator, laid down his sweet head. Let's sing a song. God bless you. Pray for Aaron this afternoon.
0: Standing on the promises of Christ, my King,
1: through eternal ages, let His praises ring. Glory in the highest, I will shout
0: and sing. Standing on the promises of God, I am standing. standing. On, and I was man was standing before saving. this world was created. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Let's say this and it will be dismissed. Standing, standing on the promises that can not fail when the howling storms of doubt and fear heaven the Shall breathe. In. I'm standing, standing on the, the promises of, of God. it oh, I'm standing, standing, standing on the promises of God. My Savior, standing, standing. I'm standing on your promises of God standing on the promises I now can see perfect present cleansing in the blood for me standing in the liberty where Christ makes free I'm standing on the promises of